Welcome and thanks for listening. My name is Christian Buckley and you're listening to the Collab Talk podcast. This episode is my monthly conversation with Sean McDonough and Jeff Dorosky on Microsoft announcements and message center updates, as well as news from around the community. Let's get started. announcements stuff that just happened today in fact uh around microsoft viva the announcements it was supposed to be i don't you guys see any of this it, the announcement for microsoft was that hey this is as big as the uh sharepoint the may the fourth event that was the san francisco event a few years back where they were going to make sharepoint beautiful again and that was kind of all the modern experience and that they everything was they under delivered nda on. prior to yeah. the announcements yeah so that was today with Viva. So Microsoft Viva, all the employee experience stuff and the expansion of the experiences. I call modules. People understand that. When you say experiences, well, is my experience the same as your experience? Like that? <laughs> is acid involved? Hallucinogenics? I mean, really. I don't know. Should ask, but... Well, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, uh, you know, any, any of the announcements, anything else coming out this month that you guys are really... Uh, excited about not really i mean i had to i actually went out and looked for the announcement today um because i i've been heads down working all day so i've not been able to partake in any sort of broadcast or whatnot but sure enough there's a decent article um that was published today and they talk about the you know the research to bridge the disconnect between leaders and employees and i'm hardly surprised to hear that there's a rift that's been forming there and a difference in opinion you know mm -hmm. the, the the telling thing for me anyway was that you know 87 percent of employees report that they're productive at work but 85 percent of leaders say the shift to hybrid work has made it challenging to have confidence <laughs> so it's like uh this is not a good thing yeah <laughs> there's usually a lot of contradictions in those surveys the data that's out there it's like anything you can't look at any one data point and be like ah you know and it's and in your organization might be very different like we just got the results of inside ab point like our uh, uh the semi-annual the uh, well is it quarterly i don't know anyway they're the the internal polling looking at that and, and it was like you know really high numbers of people that are like hey we understand the message like and so it I would expect like our employees would probably skew a lot of these results because of the culture of the organization. But for folks that don't know what we're talking about too, it's uh, a lot of this information they talked about, there's an update to the uh, the work trend index report. So you can find that out on the Microsoft work lab site or blog. And so if you go to microsoft.com forward slash en dash us slash work lab, if you just type into your your Bing Googles, Google Bings, um, <laughs> work lab is one word. You'll find it, um, but that's the that's the report. And you can go. In, I've not gone through in detail yet, but a lot of what the experience, uh, the employee experience data points that Microsoft is they're they're kind of doing the whole show your work. Work lab is all about here's the thinking and the data behind where we're going with Microsoft Viva and with employee experience in general. So that was a yeah. big part of the announcement today. 
That makes sense. And it's, you know, it just, it suggests there's a disconnect between employees and how they're thinking. I think many of employees have gotten used to this whole hybrid or work from home thing and have come to love it. Um, I don't know that uh, workplace management, those who typically fall into that category, have any great deal of faith or just kind of hoping for things to go back to what was normal. And I'm not sure that's going to happen. So, you know, the the message out of this report anyway was uh, pretty clear that, you know, we've got to have a kumbaya moment or at least find common ground. Um, you know, they say that employees, uh, you know, they're more willing to come to work primarily to build social connections. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as somebody who's worked from yeah. home for better part of the last 10 years. I yeah. totally understand that. I'm always looking for ways to get out of my office and connect with others. Yeah, um, yeah Jeff, Jeff, are you entirely remote work I've, from home now? Or do you... I've been almost entirely remote for the better part of 15 years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I like my little cave. And that's yeah. even him just being on his own <laughs> entirely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, when Jeff says cave, it's there's it's literally a cave, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. I chiseled this out of the uh, the ground. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Colin Furs at all. I've been going after what he's been doing and blasting and you know digging out the lag mines here. The lag yeah. Wait, yeah. is he the one that does that has the path from his house to the yes. man cave down underground under his driveway? And oh yep. dear, that's fantastic. <laughs> if you've not seen those videos. Where he's and it's like luxury hallways that he does. It's insulated <laughs> and it's it's fantastic. I've not caught up in a while. Is he completed? I'm I'm assuming the tunnels from so he's got the the hidden door and the trap door down to the to the man cave. Yeah, he started going off in a di- different direction last time I knew doing something else. I don't know. Maybe he's going to the supermarket or something. Who knows? Creating prisoner <laughs> yeah. rooms. Yeah, but think, think about that too. Especially if he like he's got teenage boys and there's like a drum set and guitars and amps and you could be <laughs> like that would be three, a great use. three in the morning and be going full bore and it's underground no one could hear it and he yeah. backfills all of the diggings with concrete it's solid yeah so that That's would be fantastic cool. so what's this guy's name Colin Furs F U R Z E okay I'll have to check that yeah. out. If you, yeah, it's it's really amazing to to look at the detail and the quality of the craftsmanship of what they go and build. Um, as somebody who's you know claustrophobic and not a big fan of small caves and tunnels spaces. and things like that, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah, it, it's very spacious. It's really nice. It, cool. He did it right until the house starts slowly descending into you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's I think that's problem. what. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't build so, in a swamp. And, yeah, don't build in a swamp. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting. Uh, the other parts of the announcement. So there was the um, so the latest work trends index. The other thing they talk about is Forrester did a, a related uh, report. It's the total economic impact study. So I believe that's also. I don't have it up in front of me, but I think that's also in the blog out on the Work Lab site. But um, check out that. But then there are new. Uh, new experiences within Viva. Do you guys catch those, or do you need yeah. me to outline them? I I I just came here for the updates. <laughs> <laughs> He's here for the free drinks, folks. <laughs> um, I for this one. Yeah, they talk about you know pulse and amplify. Yeah, so there's, uh, there's not all the, of this the stuff new... is really that new, but 
Well, there's other stuff that wasn't in. So, so there were originally. So there's now. So let's see if I can remember them all. So the four original Viva experiences. Again, I refer to them as modules, but experiences. So you have connect, connection, connect, connect. Yeah, connect topics, insights, and uh, learning. Mm -hmm. And then you had uh, you add on to that engage and goals. And they've talked about um, Viva Sales for a while, yeah, that's so kinda... that's out there. Um, and then there was talk about like Glint and whether it was Viva Glint. I don't know because it is is Glint Pulse. Is that the new name? Is it Pulse? Uh, anyway, I am not qualified. To <laughs> if it's not, that then it's a it's Neither the same I. thing, you know. But so you, now you have the new announcements: Viva Pulse, which is about instant feedback tool. And uh, it, you know it's it's doing it securely, but um, so pulling surveys into the organization, getting the data, and and then it it uh, uh, it generalizes the data for uh, you know those that have five or 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 more uh, direct reports, so you can look at the data for your at the team level. There's also Viva Amplify, which is a, an internal uh, a communication tool, um, which is excellent. Uh, then you have Answers in Viva, which we've been talking about, hearing about for a while there, and then People in Viva. So it's that- Lots of AI stuff. Yeah, tons of AI-driven capability. But then you have other, they're calling enhanced capabilities. So there's the, um, within Viva Engage, there's the leadership corner. So it's, it's a way for the executive team to directly drive um, communications out to their organization and have their own kind of carved off space. Um, there's the LinkedIn learning and integration with the LinkedIn, uh, uh, the, the Viva learning with the LinkedIn learning hub. So to, to add on to the training capability of LinkedIn learning, there's of course Viva goals, which we heard about. Um, and there's, there's more integration with Viva goals and more visibility through the other modules. Um, there's uh, what is this? The, uh, the briefing email, uh, which is personalized email to help employees kickstart their day with new. Oh, so this is an extension of like the daily. Uh, the uh, used to be the insights. Yeah, it used to be the yeah. Cortana, the emails. So they're extending that. Uh, then there's the Viva sales going uh, general availability. And then they're also expanding on the Viva connections, the home experience. And they talked about something that's been out there for a while. I thought it was going to be included here. But the having the multiple home pages, that's yet to be delivered. So that I don't know the time frame for that, but I think it's into next calendar year. Um, but yeah, that was those are all of the announcements. So it was a lot, a lot going on. And uh, so all that information you can find out there through the various blog posts and I'll, I'll link it in the blog post for this as well. Um, getting through each one of those, but it's a lot. It, one other things that they that they talked about was clarification around kind of the picture of Viva and what, how Microsoft is focusing on that. And I think this is they they they've come up with kind of a you know like Matt Wade has his uh, the the table of elements of all of Microsoft yeah. 365. So they've got this table format um, where you have like Viva connections, kind of that home page that entrance into things via teams but everything else falls within uh four primary buckets 
you have connections, so keeping everybody uh, informed, included, and inspired. They have insight, which is improving productivity and well-being with actionable insights. Purpose, allowing people's work to uh, to team and organization goals, and then growth, helping employees learn, grow, and succeed. So everything, every module, and then there's sales over on the side, which is a different beast. Um, but almost everything under Viva falls within connection, insight, purpose, and growth. Which I was is just say, a better that way. Doesn't to seem like consume. much of a focus. <laughs> it seems like it's pretty broad. Yeah, I'm not seeing much of a focus, but well, you, I get a, well, gen you think as about a general it, alignment. So, like the ultimate, the overall doing. goal. What's the goal of Aviva of, of employee experience? Is trying to, you know, it's the the health and well being of employees along, you know, from when they're onboarded to when they depart the organization. It's everything in between. That's the employee experience. So, what are the big bucket items there. We want to make sure that we're connected, that we're communicating and collaborating. We want data. We want insights to be able to understand what are people doing? What should we be doing? We want to have a sense of purpose. I want to know that the things that I'm working on daily roll up to what my CEO said at the beginning of the year, like, here's what we're going to go and do, and then to collaborate and have data on those. And then I want to be able to make sure that I'm growing within my role. Am I trained on the latest things? Am I I, you know, we've got insights of these things that we need to do, but how do I have the skills to go and do those new activities? And then all of those things, you know, have touch points across them. So I've got an honest question here. Do we have any? It's better than those dishonest questions that you usually well, ask. Well, you know sure. me. No, those are me. Those are for me. I'm all about bamboozle. That's so, true. <laughs> so yeah. do we have any case studies where it's been the the role of Viva has been revealed and an organization has talked about what it's been able to do for them in quantifiable terms. I'm just kind of curious. Yes, that was actually in the in the preview that they gave to, to MVPs. Now that it's all, it's no longer under embargo, so we can talk about it. Yeah, they actually started with that. And there's, and so this is in the materials. Again, I'm not found it on the site yet, but they, they led with that. So that's a great okay. question, Sean. So they said that they're looking at organizations and over the last year that have deployed, so deployed Viva components that are there. That's mm -hmm. predominantly the first four modules that were released. Sorry, the first four experiences <laughs> that were deployed. <laughs> but they say they claimed a those organizations say a 327% total ROI and payback in less than six months. Wow. That's so they, they so the other bullet items here are um, uh, fifty percent uh, reduction in time to full productivity from for from faster onboarding, uh, and they have uh, you know it's from a, a the COO of an electronics company a twenty percent reduction in employee attrition, uh, a seventy five percent reduction in search time, which is kind of the you know search improving that there's still a lot of room for improvement with yeah, search across information management sure. and the last stat was 95 percent of employees who use okrs see how their work ties into broader company goals okay so seeing how you're relevant in the big picture and mm -hmm. so yes they are providing they've got specific case studies and they have like with some named and unnamed uh um, customers of viva that are part of that so yes that's the that's answer cool to your question yeah, I'm glad to hear that. 
That's a good place to start out, too, instead of uh, pushing it all out there and then getting case studies saying, see, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they also shared stats, too, for like, well, how many companies are actually doing things around Viva? Um, they, the, Microsoft says they have over 10 million monthly active users using Viva and over a thousand paying customers on Viva. And remember, some of the Viva modules are, you know, free, you know, mm. uh, to, to use that are out there. Like everybody now, if you're using Teams, you got uh, Engage as part of that deployment. Yeah, I get these Viva emails uh, every so often. I don't recall signing up for them, so I'm sure it's yeah, something it's by virtue of, of my membership. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A lot, a lot of things happen in there. Yeah. That, so that's obviously that's a big topic. There's a lot to uh, digest there around Viva, but that wasn't the only announcement this month. Viva la Viva. Yeah, the the other thing that's uh, that's coming around that's Viva related is the the Facebook like storyline feature has been released. So you guys mm. up to speed on what that is? Oh, I can imagine based on what you're saying. <laughs> hmm. I've been involved with many other platforms that have tried the the timeline and the it they meet with varying degrees of success depending on what they focus on and how it gets pushed. I'm kind and of interested in corporate. Yeah, in a corporate setting, I think it's 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 much needed. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of a special case because, well, and more than one, yeah, way, uh, more than one way. But should we talk about that, Jeff? You know, do we I, pile on? I've been building on the Akumina platform forever, and Akumina has had an activity stream, which has functions of a social engine, as well as that kind of broad ability to funnel different announcements and categorize them and kind of compress them into a single timeline or ongoing activity stream that gives you that uh -huh. face like facebook like impression um but it's more oriented around corporate announcements corporate metrics articles announcements that sort of stuff rather mm -hmm. than hey look at my dog and my cat does a great job wearing a tutu so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I, you know, my time working with BZ, so similarly had that, you know, capability. It's the most of the things that I, if you think about the way that we use these collaboration tools and teams as an example, but, you know, other, other, you know, platforms and uh, that have kind of, uh, you know, enterprise social networking functionality. Most of the work that we do is tied to a project, to an initiative, something that's out there. So if you're going to go and add content or have a conversation with somebody, think in teams, like most of that is happening in a channel or a recurring chat, a group chat on certain initiatives right. and that things. Yep. But there are things that I'm doing, which like in my personal, like, hey, I wrote this blog post and it's out on my blog, but I think this would be really, it's, it has nothing to do with any of the projects that I'm working on, but it's relevant. And I would love to be able to add it to my profile, tag it in certain ways so that people can find it. Again, unrelated yeah. to any of my projects. So that's the way that I look at. Yeah. So I can add all of these. Whenever we do one of our you know, community recordings, like the M365 AMAs, um, or I do an interview with somebody for my podcast, I can go list it within the storyline feature it's tied to my profile i'll tag it and so somebody is going in there and looking for you know hey this this other technology that we're not building a tool for 
you know, but it's out there and they'll see as they research internally, hey, Buckley did like three blog posts on that topic. We should go talk to him about his knowledge so I can tell them, I don't know, I just talked to somebody else about it. But then they know <laughs> not to come to me with those annoying questions about a technology that I have no depth in. Yeah, but it surfaces key key stuff yeah. that can make a difference that might otherwise not see the light of day. Yeah, looking at it from that perspective, definitely that can totally be useful um, in pretty much every organization. Yeah. And then, of course, we will spend two to three hours talking about our cats and what we ate for lunch. I mean, but, you know, it could be relevant. Well, mm -hmm. I have four cats, so I have a lot to talk about. See, I, I didn't even I, know that, so clearly you're not broadcasting it well. I'm not. See, I need to yeah. push it to the, uh, the, the company Facebook and, uh, you know, get that out there. <laughs> I'm too busy uh, yeah. seeing M's uh, festivals and... Uh, <laughs> creations. I mean, she's a brief moment here to divert divert into uh, Jeff's wonderful wife <laughs> and Verosky and her wonderful creations. Well, thank you. I shall yeah. I shall tell her you got uh, she got a plug during the uh, the call today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love her stuff. We'll uh, we'll follow up with the address to mail the check, Jeff. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, other stuff that's going on that's interesting. There's also. Um, there's like a, a, a new OneDrive home experience. So they're expanding, trying to make that easier. So, um, so they've redesigned the OneDrive home experience so that you can easily resume your work and catch up on what you've missed while you were away. Because my OneDrive does so much when I'm uh, like on vacation for a week. I come <laughs> back and, and I, it's like I don't even recognize it anymore. Like, who are you, OneDrive? Yeah, it's sort of uh, pulling out my timesheets and stuff, uh, you know, by itself. It's kind of getting out of hand. Uh, 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 I'm confused. <laughs> it's like my files in web form. That's there's a new home experience for that. Yeah, so that uh, so it says that it will soon. So it's not live yet, but OneDrive will surface your most relevant files and list your most recent files along with any activity updates so you can see everything at a glance and quickly prioritize where to start working. So ah, they're, they're, so made, Delve. they're, they're <laughs> correct. They're updating, they're improving the experience, basically OneDrive Delve interface. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Um, so there's other stuff, let's see, they announced the new adoption score. So helping customers get the most out of Microsoft 365. So this is a set of metrics and tools for Microsoft 365 admins and IT leaders to improve their everyday experience of their workforce and to help organizations get the most out of their investments in Microsoft 365. So basically this is Microsoft trying to help organizations to better understand, are they getting the most out of the tools that they paid for and the licenses that are being used? So to highlight those areas. Dashboard component. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, um, and it's uh, it, it, um, for a new uh, newer customer of ours um, saw that recently, and it shows you know kind of what the components that they're using, what they have access to, so they can you know um, as Christian said, um, you know really see what they can do with Microsoft 365 because a lot of customers still, you know, they don't know what's there, you know. Yeah. And this is a replacement of the productivity score dashboard. So it's new dashboards and controls, has new features, controls, guidelines, and a new sense of purpose. It's all new. So is it yeah. a new experience or 
I, it feels like a new experience. Wait. Yes, yes, it's a. It feels like it's a new experience. <laughs> yeah. So that that actually purpose. started rolling out. So uh, if you're not yet seeing it on your tenant, you should soon if you're an admin. Um, let's see what else. Um, there's other stuff like, uh, oh, this is kind of in, in Teams. It's a little thing, but I think it's a cool thing is you'll be able to soon schedule chat messages. So you can actually set up windows to not send after hours that it will not send until the office hours the next day. Or you can send things over a weekend that they don't drop into people's inbox until they're back in the office. Chat People messages, do that. like one-on-one -on -one conversation? People do that anyways at like 4.59 p.m. on a Friday. They just all flood in. <laughs> right. No, it's a, yeah, so exactly. So you can schedule a chat just like you would a scheduled, like if you use Buffer or Hootsuite with Twitter, you can do the same with chat messages so that it's more likely that somebody will see it. See, I just look at that feature and say it's like, yeah, but most of the people I work with in my company have a problem just like I do when we're we're, we're online for 18 to 20 hours a day. You know, <laughs> yeah, we check it repeatedly now. over the weekend. I know. Yeah, I just so. look at the new messages, whatever's popped up since the last time I looked. But I mean, I guess if you want to have an impact, you could schedule for something for like 8, 10 in the morning and use exclamation points and, you know, yell at someone. You really look like you're around, but maybe not. I see it's ripe for abuse. That's what I say. Uh, see a couple of the other things. Like there's some news around uh, Microsoft SharePoint syntax. If you're not familiar with that, it's the um, to help you automatically generate standard repetitive business documents such as contracts, statements of work, service agreements, letter of consent, sales pitches, and correspondence. So yeah, the content assembly functionality, we've been hearing about this for months um, mm -hmm. as MVPs with like kind of early access. And so that uh, that announcement is out there as well. So definitely go out if you are a uh, SharePoint user and want to really start to understand what Microsoft is doing around using leveraging AI to from your content, build structured content, create reports and contracts and agreements and those kinds of things automatically automagically yeah mm -hmm. and it's, uh actually help you surface metadata in repeatable fashion from documents yeah. and other sources which is one of the greatest pains to enterprise organizations just trying to get documents and in mass into sharepoint and have them searchable and findable yeah there's a lot going around in that space i know that there's a lot that that under NDA can't talk about, but uh, you know, pay attention to the SharePoint syntax space. <clears throat> that's what I'll just say. Uh, there's a lot that's coming up. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not sure what announcements will be made at Ignite, but there's going to be a bunch of new announcements made at Ignite uh, this next month. And then the last thing here, uh, well, two more things. These smaller things, but um, very cool, is Microsoft Teams gets language interpretation update. So we're we're one step closer to that Star Trek communication little little <laughs> on my shirt, and then I understand languages. Um, in the latest useful tool for Microsoft Teams meetings, again they say the latest useful tool. Notice they add the word useful. 
that means that, wait, there's a bunch of useless tools that were also released? No, this is the useful ones. 42 years ago. And so. <laughs> uh, but organizers can now select a language interpreter for Entendi, for Entendi. So you can do the live transcription and interpretation. Sweet. That's pretty Klingon. cool. Automated Klingon. Here we go. Hey, I did, <laughs> I did an event a few years back. Have you guys ever done this? It was a SharePoint Saturday Sacramento where I was given a presentation and I had my, and it was using the, uh, um, the, the translation tool, the office translator. Mm -hmm. And I had some Spanish speakers sitting, they were gathered around their laptop with headphones on and were listening to, and it was live taking it and doing transcription um, in Spanish. Like they were, I don't know if they were, using the headphones to block out my talking because it was just transcripted. I don't, I don't know because it, it wasn't doing like audio. I don't think in that, I don't remember how that, that thing worked, but that was like five, six years ago, six, seven years ago. Um, but so that was basically my, my laptop was capturing the, my video and doing the transcription and they were sitting there two rows back reading it along with my talk in, in Spanish and asking questions. Yeah, Azure cool. language services, particularly the type of services you're talking about, have been around for a number of years now. I seem to recall seeing um, one of the Microsoft announcements, that I think at one of the game conferences where they were talking about it. Strangely enough, it was a game conference. Um, but yeah, live transcription, both you know, written transcription, but language translation um, in the announcement going on, and it was done live real time and that was quite a few years ago so it's cool stuff yeah, it's cool to see that it's cool to see that kind of stuff i i would love to get to that point i mean remember i I'm trying to remember it was was it satya who did it and it was um uh what's her head uh julia that, white julia white that did that live where it was um she i think she did japanese yeah where it was it, translating because there like was the a, avatar. Yeah, because the the games conference I'm thinking of it was Julia White as well, um, hmm. and I think they were doing the holographic Minecraft uh, at that point with the Hololens, um, being able to look at Minecraft and three three D space. It was really yep. kind of cool. They added the language <laughs> stuff on top of that. Well, I was there at the live event where she was doing that, and then on you know, so you see her on stage and watching on screen. She's interacting with the with the avatar, so you see what she's seeing with the with the goggles, and it's doing the the language, the the your translation. There was another event where I was sitting. The only reason I remember is my so my daughter who lived in the Philippines for a couple of years and is fluent in Tagalog, and there was another demonstration where they did Tagalog, and with the presentation. And so my, I had my daughter watch this, and she's like, "Wow, it's like actually." It, they nailed it, like the the inflections, like the, everything is like correct uh, uh, as yeah. a native speaker. She's like, she was really uh, amazed at the quality of, of the translation services. That's cool. So, yeah. I, I'm excited to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, because that yeah. makes a difference. I mean, especially yeah. for consumption of content and bringing everybody into the fold. It's yeah. nice to have that language layer fall out of things if there's decent mm -hmm. enough translation. A lot of you guys have done many uh, international presentations where you have where 
you know, you then limit your audience, like only those that could speak English attend by sessions. And I remember it going to the, uh, what was it? The SharePoint Ibiza event in, uh, in Madrid and huge audience, but less than a third spoke English that mm -hmm. could attend those sessions. And so it's just unfortunate that we didn't have something like this so that people could actually listen in and near real time or in real time translate. Sure. We're getting there. Sense. Closest thing I did was uh, SharePoint Saturday San Juan, um, and I kept stopping. I'm like, am I speaking too fast? Are you guys following along? <laughs> like every five minutes I was doing that. Yeah. Well, share, <laughs> the one thing I had was a SharePoint Fest where a couple of translators came up and were trying to translate my discussion for the a person who or two was deaf. Um, and I don't envy them their tasks because when you're talking about the technicalities of the content deployment API, SharePoint backups, I had no idea how the heck you do that with uh, sign language, but there were two translators. They would tag out and in. So I think it was wearing people out. Just because of exhaustion or? <laughs> I, I'm, I gotta think that, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tired, yeah. my fingers are tired. It would be a lot. <laughs> Yeah, freak out the ASL person that's up in front <laughs> with my sloppy, fast Northern California accent. Where I, I think I've told you guys this. Like, I remember when I went to university uh, my freshman year, and there was a there's a, a girl who's just like who said, "You're from the San Francisco Bay Area, aren't you?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "I could tell from your accent." I'm like, "My accent?" She's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you talk really fast and slur certain words together. That's like it's." It's very regional to the Bay Area. I'm like, wow. It's like you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, it, not not that that's not enough for announcements uh, this month. I mean, I that know there's a, a lot bit. there, but uh, a lot to digest there. But uh, I mean, message center updates, I go through and I catalog for uh, within AppPoint. I go through and I keep track of every single message message center update and i filter through and i identify those that i think have an impact to our products and services that um sense. that may have or that are just interesting like we should know about this that could potentially we might add other features to and so this presentation that i did internally is has 90 slides so that's you know and it's actually not as heavy as past months but you're doing oh, Richard wow. Harbridge huh <laughs> well it's I mean each one is like one of the message center updates of why what it is and I so I organize that I try to structure it for for the rest of the product team and the engineering teams but yeah there's a lot that's going on so if anybody I don't know if you guys do that ever monitor the message center updates for your tenants no Microsoft makes it easy. If you're in your organization or not following along, you have the ability to import your the, the real-time message center updates into Planner. And then I, so I basically go and triage them. And what's great about that is I can move them over into buckets like, hey, I think there's an impact or definitely an impact. And then I can assign people to them and then they'll get those notifications. That's so it's a really idea. slick. Yeah. That's a very good idea. So I yeah. do the triage. I do the first level. After that, I don't care. I've done my job. <laughs> yeah. Just pay me. Uh, it's a lot going on. Yeah. Anything else? What's going on? Like community stuff. 
so none of us are at the Power Platform Conference. Uh, I, I noticed that being that we're nice. here together. And yeah, it's going but on you still. were supposed to be there, right? Yes, but somebody failed to do their job? So there's like, uh, no, not exactly. It's uh, so. Christian won't name names, but I'll call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, we had. Uh, so I was supposed to go to that. I was asked to go to that. And so, you know, I, rather than go buy the ticket, put it on my own card, um, we asked it for it to be centrally purchased. Well, all the people that went and put it on their personal card got in there. When our, the person went to use the corporate card to pay for two of us, they were sold out. Oh. So we just waited too long. It was okay. I was, because my focus is more on channel. And so it was, this is a direct event. And yeah. I'm ha I, I know a lot of people. I would have been great to go. And I always love seeing people and interacting. But uh, I had a lot going on this week. I was just fine sitting home, getting work done. So yeah, I'm okay. I've, I, I've seen plenty of pictures and tweets yeah. and facebook posts and whatnot it certainly looks like it's very well attended and the it, participants are the, enthusiastic this is the biggest post this is the biggest post uh, pandemic event in the microsoft ecosystem Four thousand people sold out wow so yeah it's and uh, where's that it's, happening it's that's in orlando so it just orlando. it's it's done now it just wrapped up right like an hour ago. yeah but uh yeah it, it's great to see that and uh, hopefully this is a sign of things to come. Like we're organizing our formerly known as SharePoint Saturday Utah. We don't know what we're going to call it yet. Maybe Collab Days Utah uh, will be in February of 2023. Um, I know that there's the Microsoft 365. So the same conference organizers, not, not Microsoft. Um, so external group, but Microsoft heavily invests in. Um, that's taking place, uh, or the Microsoft 365 collaboration. I think it's the collab con or just the Microsoft 365 conference will be Shirley. in December. Yeah, Shirley and Lyman. Um, I'll be at the. I think that takes place the week after. I'm out in Copenhagen for the European SharePoint Azure Office 365 and Azure conference, ESPC. So nice. Copenhagen, I'm I'm home on the I don't know first week end of the first week of December, and then I think it's the following week, back in Orlando maybe I'm not sure or Vegas. Spend your Something. requisite 15 minutes at home. <laughs> well, I, I'm so I won't be attending that because I'll be I'll be home for three days and I'm going to Hawaii. Unfortunately, sorry. Oh, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 That plane ride is just unbearable. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I it's it's interesting. So I'll be in. Uh, so the the I've got the Collab Summit. So the North American Collaboration Summit in Branson, Missouri, in three weeks. Nice. So happening in early October. The racket. And uh, yeah. And then other than that, yeah, then I've got ESPC and I've got a few other things. I'm doing a couple online events, but otherwise that's that's my travel. And then it heats up next year. Well, I'm not I've not got anything planned on the docket. Neither do I. <laughs> so I guess I'll be watching by the sidelines and uh, enjoying living vicariously through people like Christian and 
There's still a lot of stuff going on online. You guys should get involved with the online events. Well, you know, several of the online events, I mean, I've um, I submitted to. Uh, Jim Wilcox is always doing the Granite State yeah. um, Code Camp, which, you know, is kind of a, a staple, and I submitted to that. And I've got other things that I've submitted to, but, you know, they're not these major in-person events. And honestly, for me personally, you know, I've talked about this, I'm trying to get more social interaction and I'm going to have to submit to something where I can get out. Uh, Cause the last thing I had was down in Dallas. Um, yeah. The Educon 365. I got to see Neil and a whole bunch of other folks, Jason Himmelstein, Rackley and whatnot, but, um, and that did my soul some good. So I've got to get something else like that on the books. That is a key takeaway from going back to where we started and the article, the, the hybrid work, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and uh, like the article that I'm looking at, the annual work trend index report, great expectations, making hybrid work work. And that's a great takeaway is that for the human connections, you so cannot similar. replace yeah. the in-person. Right. It, it needs to be occasionally. Right. Enough to make us feel like we're still connected to something as opposed yeah. to on our own in our little offices and islands. So, yeah, I fully fully support that and agree with it. Definitely. I do feel like I've become more of an introvert over the last three years. Introvert, Christian? I, I think that's a relatively strong word for you. <laughs> Less extroverted, perhaps? But it's, uh, it's introvert's just, uh, not one I would go to. Well, maybe rephrase it as, it's like I, I'm, I don't experience FOMO for a lot of these events. Like, I love mm -hmm. getting out there. I want to do more. But I don't feel the need like I did early on in my career, my my Microsoft community career over the last decade early on. Like I felt like I needed if I wasn't at everything that I was missing out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. I don't feel that anymore. Not to the not to that extent. I feel it just enough because if I'm not doing something often enough, but yeah, I was kind of rabid back in those idea days where it's like, you know, where am I going this month versus, you know, what's my next trip? Um, and I have another good barometer for that, which is my wife's not getting upset at me anymore when I take trips. Whereas back then <laughs> I was definitely uh, in the doghouse most of the time because I'm never home. I had that problem. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's uh, another weekend. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I don't remember what year it was. I think it was. 2012 or 2013, where I did 18 SharePoint Saturdays that year. I think only Harlan that I'm aware of did more in one year. And he was uh, I think he did like 22 or something. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, but he was given. They're saying he's given up his weekends like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. You know, we would see Casey every now and then at uh, the event because she'd go along with him. But uh, it was largely, you know, Eric kind of doing his solo thing. Yeah, and I I know it came at a cost. Well, no, we talked about with our Utah event, we're like we actually had the conversation. The the uh, the user group committee is like, do we want to do a share ski again? Like on the because we're doing our event on Friday, and uh, somebody said, well, Harlan won't show up unless we have it. So. <laughs> well, yeah, he would definitely be there. You might get Sue Hanley as well. Um, yeah, some of the hardcore skiers. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we might get Eric Harlan. Uh, for those that know him, he's with Microsoft and based down out of the Dallas area. 
And I think Virgil Carroll also has been out several times for the same reason to, to also ski. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's a benefit of Utah in February is that most of the ski places are wide open and some good snow on the ground. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Well, very cool. Well, gentlemen, thanks for uh, for joining me today and going through this stuff. I know there's a lot we're all going to read up on. We'll probably be more informed on what we just talked about 30 days from now when we do this again. <laughs> I venture to guess you're right. Yeah. Quite possibly. You certainly hear it more in the mainstream. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to getting into some of those announcements as well as the um, I'm so glad that you pointed out that there are quantitative metrics on some of this stuff because that would help me to push it in certain circles well i'll share some of the stats and of course all the links if, you, if you're listening to this via the podcast or catching on youtube if you go over you can find the article over on my blog at buckleyplanet.com uh, and have the links to all of the announcements that we've uh, that we've mentioned during this hour but uh, Jeff and Sean, really appreciate it and looking forward to going through this exact same mix of, of topics. Well, different topics, different announcements. But oh, if, if, if it's the same topics next time, then I'll be like, I'll, I'll just watch it over. Jeff will ace it. Jeff will yeah. ace it yeah. without a doubt. Right. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to doing this next time around. Yeah, Thanks, Christian. Good. good to hang out with you guys. Good Absolutely. to see you. You've been listening to the Collab Talk podcast. New episodes are published every Friday, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast services. Thanks for listening.